Welcome in, everybody, 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. That's right, Ryan. I'm almost not sick anymore. Wow. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Thursday, November 17th. <laughs> you're proving you're not sick with the amount of energy you have. I know. That's I, I, um, very good. Good morning. We, we, we believe you. Um, no, November 17th, Thursday, November 17th, uh, here... Not in the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center with uh, Jake Marsing here, Ryan Green over there, uh, because uh, there's no reason to be at the UC Health Training Center right now, because everybody, Ryan Green... The Broncos even are at UC Health Training Center. Everybody's out of town. Dakota Watson just tweeted out that he's watching Price is Right. Yeah. It's a bye week, man. Damn. It's a bye week. Yet we are here uh, on a Thursday... Because we had to, you know, we we missed the last couple days trying to move some scheduling things around and those sorts of things. But we will continue to try and be here every day. And on Monday, we'll get back to a regular Broncos publishing schedule uh, on the written side as well. Yes, because the Broncos will be back on schedule. Yes, it's been kind of a weird week. Uh, The world ended last week. That kind of (laughs) shut both of us down. And then, uh, you know, we're we're doing okay. Everybody's doing okay. Everybody's doing good. So let's talk a little bit about these Denver Broncos, Ryan Green. They're on the bye week. Uh, they've got some tough tests in front of them. Uh, where are you feeling about these guys right now? Boy, it's so weird to be 10 weeks into the season and I still don't have like a firm grasp on the team. I look at, uh, you, you can't excuse, like seven, game, seven wins in 10 games in the NFL is a good stretch. That's, that's good, I, I, you know, but at the same time, the, the 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 people that or the teams that they have beaten aren't necessarily ones where you'd be like yeah I'd be really proud of that I was thinking it the other day and maybe the Texans or the Saints are the best win on the Broncos schedule so far maybe the Chargers and those teams aren't necessarily uh, you know world beaters you know it, it would be nice to have a win against the Raiders or against the Falcons that those types of teams. Um, so it'll be really interesting, and I think looking at the upcoming stretch, we talk about how uh, strong the end of the season is, the, the the strength of schedule that they have with the Patriots, the Chiefs twice, the Raiders, and I think even the Titans are going to be a handful. I think we'll really see if this team is able to go on a playoff run or if it was just kind of fool's gold. Yeah. If the Broncos make the playoffs, it's because they've earned it. Right. Um, Two games against teams that are, in theory, beatable. Like, mm-hmm. pr- pretty beatable. The, the the Jaguars and the Titans. Yeah. Even though, you know, the Jags are capable of... I, I still think the Jags have talent. Um, I mean, ask Kansas City about the Jags. They, yeah. they, they, they took them to the end of the game. So. And we saw what the Titans did last weekend. Right. Um, the, ugh, the Titans are looking like a young team that could be a thorn in the side of everyone. In yeah. The, 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 the Broncos have a couple of tough games there, but they also... You know, the obvious tough ones, New England, like you mentioned. Right. New England at home, the two divisional games, Kansas City on Sunday night next week, and to end the season in Oakland, which something tells me will also wind up being a Sunday night game. Yeah, so gosh, um, it's what, three Sunday night games? Yeah, <laughs> just, if, if that if that winds up being for the division... Oh, it'll gotta, absolutely be a... Yeah. You gotta think that gets flexed. Absolutely. Um, so the Broncos are gonna be in prime time a lot here in the last little bit, uh, and, and rightfully so. They've got... A talented team. This is a good football team. I've I finished my film eval on them earlier this week from the uh, from the Saints game. Uh, not a good game by Trevor Simeon. I think we talked about that no. in a lot of ways. I, but you know what? I, I've come to the conclusion that they're just going to ride this out. That's yeah. This I, year, like that Saints game, 
it is like the game I expect Trevor to have. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna have you know, like throws like he made on the first drive, Jordan Taylor. I thought that was just an absolute rope right in between the safety and the defensive back. It was great. But at the same time you've got two interceptions that were just like, What what were those? And you know, and, and really Trevor's been good for two of those throws. Many of them just haven't been caught by the other team. Yeah. And I think the scenario that a lot of people talk to me about at training camp last year or earlier this year is starting to play out where we see kind of Trevor ceiling. He'll win oh, yeah. you a game. He'll, he'll, he'll get you wins, but he won't necessarily win you games, if that makes sense. He won't win you games. He won't lose you games. Yeah. Or at least they don't want him to lose And then you'll games. go into camp next year with Trevor as your guy. There'll be a lot of people in this town who want Trevor to be the guy going forward, but I think it'll wind up going to the kid. Um after a year under the system, but we'll see. I mean, you traded up in the first round. Yep, that, right. and that that's when a lot of capital. Off? Yeah, that's a lot of when capital. When is it going right to pay there. off? But for this current Broncos team, this current incarnation of this of this Denver Bronco football team, let's talk a little bit about the path that they face, where they sit in the league, where the rest of the division sits, and how things shape up right now. The Broncos still can Ryan wind up with the one seed in the AFC playoffs, or not make the playoffs at all. Yeah, both both scenarios <laughs> are totally open wild, for them yeah. right now. If they win out, they're the one seed. Oh, absolutely. It's that simple. Um, and and ma- I, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, mathematically, because they would wind up beating the Patriots. They'd beat KC and Oakland. They'd be the one seed. Right. If they lose out, which I don't think will happen, but if it does, then they're probably then they're not going to make the playoffs. Right. And I think that's that's the attitude going forward. And they, that was the attitude the team was talking about even before they went into the playoffs or, or into the bye week, sorry. Uh, is that they have now six weeks of playoff football. Uh, and they talked about that. Kubiak talked about that in multiple press conferences about how these next six games are basically playoff scenario football games for them. And, I mean, maybe that's kind of the attitude they need. Uh, I, I believe Demarius Thomas was was talking about how um, this is the time where you need to start playing good football consistently and you need to have consistently good football playing you know, this isn't the time to just work through stuff anymore. It's time to just start playing well. So, again, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, the Broncos have that attitude that, that they seem to find last year at the end of the year, or if that was just kind of a, hey, this team is special. Let's, you know, we got Peyton Manning, a great leader. Let's, let's get going. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the Broncos still find that edge to them and get that kind of attitude going into the playoffs. So let's just look ahead, and then we'll look at the division. Okay. So just off the top of your head, we'll break all these games down, obviously, as they come. Mm-hmm. Chiefs at Broncos. Uh, Broncos. But it'll be I'm close. leaning Chiefs right now. It'll be close. Uh, Broncos at Jaguars. Broncos. I'm I'm leaning Broncos as well. So we, you've got them two and zero. Two and zero. Keep track. I'll, I've got them one and one. Okay. Broncos at Titans. I think they lose that one. That's two and one. I think they win that one. We're both two and one. Okay. Patriots at Broncos. Two and two. I think they're two and two. Yeah. Well. Um, Broncos at Kansas City. Uh, no, I think they lose that one. Two and three. I think they lose that at one. At Sunday two. night in Kansas City, that's mm-hmm. a tough one to win. Oakland at Denver. <sighs> now i got to bleep that out, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you make me bleep stuff out the last that's two a, That's the internet, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's how crazy it is for me. I think... Man, I don't. I think the Broncos. I think they could finish three and three. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Broncos three and three. I think the Raiders beat them. I again. I, I like. I can't disagree. I think they're with two. That. I think they're two and four. 
in their, uh, in their I, last. Uh, that would not surprise me. Ten and six, nine and seven. That so they're a nine and seven football team. Ten or ten and six football team. I don't think you make playoffs as nine and seven. I think you can make wild card as ten and six. I don't think so. Really? Not if you're losing to Kansas City and Oakland. Because oh, because you're, you're thinking. Have, oh, then Kansas can, City would take. Yeah, okay, you I can, see what you're saying. Uh, tiebreakers and all that stuff. I, I think. Look, the the test for the Broncos. They're going to lose to the Patriots. Let's just Boom. put that out there. That's going to happen. Um, Even though and people Brady's can, a little shaky in Denver. Yeah, he absolutely is. But um, assuming he has all of his pieces, they should have won here last year. I honestly, they should have won here twice last year. <laughs> yeah, they should have won here last year. Had had, had not should have won in the AFC championship. Anything away game. from our defense because they it's played just, lights out. But it's it's these weird fluky, yeah. and they should have. Brady's record in Denver, if you really go back and look at those games, like the McDaniels game he lost came down to the last second. Right. Um, there, there were a lot of really tight, close games that, mm. that maybe the ball just doesn't bounce the Patriots away once or twice. Patriots are a better team than the Broncos are. Um, maybe not on defense, but offensively and their scheme oh, is yeah. built around the talent they have. Yeah, no question. Way. No question. And Rob Gronkowski is the most dominant player in football when he's healthy. Right. And they um, got Martellus Bennett and yeah. they're, they're going to have Deion Lewis back. So I think they have the tools to beat the Broncos defense, which we've seen is down the middle. Tight so, ends running. So down. they're going to lose that Patriots game. Let's just make that assumption. That means for me, you have to have the Jacksonville and the Tennessee games. Uh-huh. You have to have those. They're on the road, which makes them kind of tough, but they're against beatable opponents. Um, right. And then when you've you look gotta, at it, you should beat those two teams. And you've you've got to have. I think you've got to have this one on Sunday night. This oh, this next one against Kansas City. Absolutely. Because you're at home, uh-huh. and you've got to have that last one against the you Raiders gotta, at yeah. home. You got it. You got to split. You got to split can, the series with Kansas City and Oakland. You can lose two of these games. Like mm-hmm. you can lose two to three, two or three of these games, and, and come out okay. But man, you you do more than that, and you're walking down a very treacherous path. Yeah, you got to get at least one against the division opponent, and at, at least both the Jags and the Titans game. Win the games you should, and then you got to split it with Kansas City. I, uh, it's just. It's just going to be another nail-biting six weeks where we're just like, ugh, anything could really happen. Like, I could see the Broncos going on a run, but I could totally see them not going on a run. It it's ab- frustrating. It absolutely... I can't nail you down, Broncos! I think they're a good team, not a great team. Um, I think yeah. they're probably a one-and-done playoff team, if, if we're being honest here. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I At the moment, I do not expect... Oh, my gosh, I saw a snowflake. Oh, is it snowing? Um, it's snowing right yeah, now. Yeah, I do it's not terrifying. expect the Broncos to go on a deep playoff run. Maybe they get some type of Tim Tebow against the Steelers win in the wild card and then really kind of just be like, all right, they, they lost. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it, it's just going to be interesting. I, I think the Broncos have the talent. I just don't think they have the team, which is weird to say. Let's look at the division real quick. Chiefs right now sit atop the AFC West with a 7-2 and record. Mm-hmm. Raiders also 7-2, and but Chiefs... By way of the tiebreaker, uh, Broncos are seven and three. So all, all the three top teams in the AFC West are all seven win teams. Chargers down there at four and six. It's the best division of football. Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, at least the most competitive. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice division. It's a great division to be in. Lots of talent in this division. It's going to be really tough for the Broncos to win it. 
Uh, it's just right. They've got to have these those those two games, those three games they've got coming up in the division. Right. And I know I know fans are probably going to be angry. It's like what? But you know, like the Broncos should win the division. We've won the division five years in a row. I mean, like that's a really good run. It was going to end at some point, and if it ends, you know, yeah, this, this five feels years like the team's going to end. Yeah, with. that's pretty good still. Real quick, uh, Ryan, before we get out of here, let's touch on another piece of news that I always like to talk about. Uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame oh, yeah. semifinalists list came out this week. Four Denver Broncos featured on that list. Just got it right here. Terrell Davis, Brian Dawkins, Steve Atwater, and John Lynch is on there. Carl Mecklenburg, so five, excuse me. Well, like four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. You can't lynch <laughs> So Mecklenburg, Atwater, Davis, Lynch, and uh, who's the other one? Dawkins. Dawkins. Um, what do you think about that list? I mean, you, you want to seem hopeful as a Broncos fan, but we've known that it makes no difference. I, I thought Terrell Davis should have been in before Jerome yeah. Mattis. Uh, you know, I think I thought Steve Atwater should have been in a long time ago. I mean, if John Lynch and Brian Dawkins get in before Steve Atwater... I mean, it's really tough for safety to uh, get in. I know, and I think John Lynch and Brian Dawkins have a better, for some reason, better shot than Steve Atwater, mainly because Dawkins played in Philly and John Lynch is just now a common name, you know? Yeah. It's just the name people know. Um, but I can't say that either of those were better safeties than Steve Atwater. Yeah, word, word on the street is that it's going to be really tough for any Bronco to get into the hall this year. I mean and it and it might yeah. even be tough for them to get into the finalists list. Get in um that's just kind of what the word that I heard so, a couple months ago was. I haven't updated it since then. Uh but it, it's gonna be really tough for them because there are a number of guys who are on there for for as first ballot considerations. Mm-hmm. Let's just go through the list and you tell me, yay or nay are they, in your mind, a Pro Football Hall of Famer? I want to. We'll we'll do the job of the forty-eight person selection <laughs> committee right here, okay. and we'll see how hard it is okay. because they can only put in at most five of these guys. Right, a year. five modern era finalists uh, make it into the Hall of Fame. Right. So let's go down the list. You tell me if this year, not not are they a Hall of Famer, but would, do you want to see them go in? But are are they going in this year? Okay, okay. And this is the whole list. This I'm going to do the whole list okay. of twenty-five guys. Morton Anderson. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like... All right, keep track kicker. of how many people you're, right, so you're putting in, too. Uh, I'm going to say no. Steve okay. Atwater. No. I'm going to say no, too. Steve Atwater, great player, but I've never seen him as a Hall of Fame guy. Sorry, Broncos fans. Uh, Tony Baselli, tackle for the Jags from 95. I, I say no. Yeah, no. Um, whatever. Isaac Bruce, no. No. He should. He has the numbers, but no. Don Coriel. No. Uh, Roger Craig, running back for oh, San Francisco really? 49ers. I mean, he's good, but no. Terrell Davis, running back for the Denver Broncos, 1995 to 2001. Yes, he should be in. I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be I'll, voted, but I'm going to say he should be in. If you're voting, you're putting him in yes. this year. Yes. All right, I'm so you've got, you've got two guys in. I'll go ahead and put TD in as well with one guy. How nice. Uh, Brian Dawkins. No. Not I'm gonna this, say no. This year. Um, it's really hard for safeties. Right. There's only one pure safety. In like the if Hall they of Fame. if they voted Brian Dawkins in, I'd go yeah. Did that, you know that? that? Did you know there's only one pure safety in the Hall of Fame? I think. Ronnie Lott. Yeah. There's only. It's really hard for them to get in. That's weird. Um, like guy, there are a bunch of guys that played safety. 
Okay, I see what you're saying. All right. But only one pure safety in the okay. Hall of Fame. Uh, Alan Fanica. I loved Alan Fanica, man. I think he could get in. That's one of those names. I don't know if he's a first ballot guy. Is it his first time? Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not his first time. He's been the same. This is his know. third time around. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think so. Really, he, he was a great player. Um, Chris Hinton. Bal- uh, <laughs> oh. Baltimore. You, you know what? You, Chris Hinton? What? You know why that name is? Why? He was the player that was in the uh, John Elway trade. Oh, yeah. Broncos drafted Chris that's Hinton. Right. That's right. That's right. He to, was. Uh, that's, that's yeah, funny. that's right. So, uh, Baltimore, Indianapolis. I'm say no. <laughs> no Chris Hinton? All no right. Chris Hinton. Uh, he was a good player, though. Torrey Holt. If Isaac Bruce isn't getting in, Torrey Holt's not mm. getting in. Joe Jacoby, tackle for the Redskins, for the Washington team. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe based on, um, I assume he'll, he he'll be with, up there. He'll, he'll the, get serious uh, whatever consideration. The, I can't remember. Those, the, those Super Bowl teams, are the yeah, with, with what, Washington. What, what were the, Red, what, the Washington lineman group name? What? I don't remember. You're, uh, you're the hogs, right? Edgen James. Ooh, nah. No. Nah. Jimmy Johnson. No. Nah. Well, no. Nah. I don't think so, but I could. This see is if his he did. fifth time as a semifinal. Oh, okay. He's been uh, around yeah. before. The Maybe committee's the committee's made up his mind on on him. Mike Ken. No. Ty Law, Denver Bronco as well. Forgot to mention him on the LeBroncos list. Well, I mean, one season, I think. Yeah, he played like four uh, I'm going to say no on Ty Law. He was good. John Lynch. I, yes, I, I see John Lynch just going in. That just He just seems this like year? that kind of guy. Yeah, this year. It seems like he's that Media kind of Media will help him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Clay Matthews. Yes, I like not, Clay Matthews. He should go in. Not 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 Green Bay Packers Clay Matthews. Or uh, Cleveland Browns. Right, right, right. You know, I know who you're talking about. 78-93 guy. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I still think Clay he Matthews should be. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. he's a... He's All right, Kevin Moy. Staple. Kevin Moy. Man. Seahawks. I'm going to say no. Jets, no. Carl Mecklenburg. No. I yeah. like him, but... No. Me neither. Tio. Man, that's a tough one. He's yeah. not He's not getting in because of he because he's T.O., but if his numbers nope. were behind someone like Isaac Bruce, he'd easily get in. He's getting in this year. He He's top three in pretty much every receiving statistic. The the writers frankly punished him one year. This is his second year as a, as a as a finalist. They spend a year punishing him for his off field stuff, but he will he will wow. be. Um, I mean, yeah, be a Hall of Famer. He should year. be. I think his performance is absolutely Hall of Fame worthy. But again, it's just so. I think this like is him. the the second guy I've got. Third guy you've got, uh, Jason Taylor. Yes, I know. I know he's good again. Man, okay. I, yeah, I guess. I know he's he's he wasn't get terrible. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. He better get in. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, he's a first so ballot good. guy. Heinz uh, Ward. No, no. I, Come gonna, on. I think he's going to get in. Really? Yeah, I do. I mean, I can't say at any time in his career Heinz Ward was the best receiver in the NFL. Which I think you should be able to say. He's a stealer. He right, led those but, Super Bowl Steelers teams that has like appeal. For, he couldn't have one year where he was the best receiver. I, I, I again, I, I'm not taking away from what Heinz Ward accomplished, but you can't say that any given year I just, he played, I, I, he was the best. I receiver. try and look when I look at this. I try and look at it by how the committee I think is gonna is right, gonna handle and I and I get that. And, and I think the committee's gonna. Put I know him the committee's in. weird about sh- sh- stuff like that. See, mm-hmm. I looked at that. Thank that you. Time. Appreciate um, it. But 
but yeah, I, I again, I, I don't see Heinz Warden go. Wow, I, I hope you really game planned around him. Yeah, that's not Kurt Warner. I don't think so, but I can see why he might get voted in. He's getting in this year. Uh, a Hall of Fame voter has told me before that if you don't think Kurt Warner's a Hall of Famer, then you can't think Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer. That's a, that's a fair that's Because a fair their assessment. career arcs that's are somewhat similar. Yeah. They have limited period of dominance followed by, you know, kind of a... Like, I've always had an issue with the middle of Kurt Warner's career, like the Giants years, where he was he got ran out of town. It was absolutely awful. It was terrible. They thought um, his career was over. And it probably could have been. Easily could have been. Um, but yeah, I think he'll probably get in this year. So I've got Kurt Warner, and then the last guy, Darren Woodson, who I, I don't think will be in this year. Uh, so I've got Kurt Warner, Heinz Ward, LaDainian Tomlinson, Jason Taylor. That's four guys right there. Mm-hmm. Terrell Owens. I, I can't. I just can't fit more guys in. Right. There are only and so like, many people you can let in. Right. And when you get... It, it's also names. <laughs> names of people. You know, when you yeah. hear Terrell Owens. You know, I don't know how many people know Steve Atwater. And uh, I, I know even less fair. people know Carl Mecklenburg. <laughs> like, so, and that's the... And people rag on the Hall of Fame committee all the time. But I, I think the problem is when you get to... Like, when you get in the room, and I think there will be at least one Bronco who gets in the room. Right. That that last because the way if you don't know the way that the selection process works, the Hall of Fame committee spends the whole year narrowing it down to a list of fifteen guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that they then go in to the meeting Super Bowl week. They sit down. The meeting can last like six hours. Um, they get up, present their each individual city has a representative who presents the case for a player. They vote on the player, they debate the player, they discuss the player, Dang. and then they decide whether to put him in. I think it's a really cool process. That's it's what a very, they did with the Constitution. Yeah, it's basically, <laughs> it's a very exclusive process. Um, it's a very tough process to kind of figure out. But, um, yeah, I, I think there will be one Bronco who at least gets in that, that the room for that final discussion. Okay. That's, um, that's fair to think. I don't think anybody's getting in this year, because just because there's so many first ballot guys. Right. And but, then I mean, it becomes then it becomes an issue of okay, well, how many years are you going to go without getting voted in? You know, Terrell Davis. Look, I think everybody has kind of come to the consensus. There's some East Coast guys that are still holding out, but I think everybody, has, everyone has come to the consensus that TD is a Hall of Fame, right? I think eventually people will be convinced of it. Yeah, because again, it goes back to what I was saying against Heinz Ward for. Two or three years, Terrell Davis was the best running back. He in was the more game. than the best running back. He maybe the best, best player, player in yeah, football. Absolutely, yeah. the best football player. And and you know, he, his career was ended short. And I get that. I get longevity as a part of it. Um, and I get that every Broncos fan is probably saying, "Well, what about yeah. Gale Sayers at the moment?" But that was a, just a different time. Yeah, he, the like, careers. Were, he, and that, yeah, you can't don't throw Gale Sayers in there. But yeah. the thing with TD and his career. For a lot of writers, the, the Hall of Fame really likes counting stats. Yes. They really like yards, right. touchdowns. Yes. TD just doesn't have those. Right. Because he, he didn't, I mean, he has them in season by season, and he's the best postseason running back in the history of the league. Oh, absolutely. If you took his postseason stats, uh, he had eight postseason games, and you just added, if you multiplied them by two, he would have the best statistical year of football in the history of running backs. Um, and and that's against the best defenses in the NFL at that time because mm-hmm. it was in the playoffs. And, you know, you look at... I know you I know they look at the total stats, but, I mean, 
league MVP, Super Bowl MVP, two thousand yards. What more could he have done? Look, what, you don't you don't have to sell me. On yeah, Terrell yeah, okay, Davis. but that's but I'm telling you, I'm yeah, I'm all on board the TD train. It's um, just uh, I it's mean, frustrating for Broncos fans because they look and I, and I I agree and look here's the thing that I'm worried about and I heard it on the radio today. Uh, somebody kind of bashing the Hall of Fame, the local guy who, who represents the Broncos in the Hall of Fame committee room is Jeff Legwald right. from ESPN, formerly of the Rocky Mountain News and the Denver Post, mm-hmm. who is, in my opinion, um, probably the, uh, with Ryan and I excluded, of course, the best Broncos media guy. <laughs> oh, um, Leggy's the best. Leggy's incredible. Um, yeah. Do not, and Broncos fans, I'm just going to tell you. Do not when this when when what happens when what I think ha- is going to happen with this Hall of Fame stuff when it happens do not take to Twitter to go after Jeff Laywell. Oh gosh, no one is trying harder than Jeff Laywell to get these when guys you see in. it and when you talk like we've I've talked oh, to the guy about this. He, he gets he, like physically upset. He under he no he does he yeah. understands every single argument that you're going to throw at him and he has yes. presented them in the committee room. It's just a matter He's of quite frankly, arguments you haven't even thought of. No, and he knows it all. <laughs> yeah. He, you have trust me, Broncos fans. You have an advocate. Yes, in that committee room an for you, avid in, advocate in every single way. That that guy gets it, and he's pushing for it, and he does a great job on the hall in the Hall of Fame selection committee. Yes, the Broncos are underrepresented in the Hall of Fame. Nobody knows that better than the guy who reps you in that room. I'm just right. I'm just putting that out there. Um, We'll see what happens with the Hall of Fame. We'll keep you updated mm-hmm. on it. We're going to try and do this tomorrow, again tomorrow. Yeah. We'll have one out one way or another, whether I do it or whether Ryan and I do it. Mm-hmm. it it's a little thin right now, but the Broncos are, are on their break. Uh, we're going to continue to look around the league, try and figure out exactly what it's going to take for these Denver Broncos to make their way back to uh, oh, Houston. Ugh. Path to the playoffs. Path to Houston. Who wants to go to Houston in the middle of February? That sounds terrible. Brock Osweiler, obviously. Yeah, let's, <laughs> we have to talk to. Let's not talk about him anymore. Uh, hey, so that'll wrap it up for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another one of these bad boys. Get back on a regular publishing schedule on the written side as well, like I mentioned next week. Do some video stuff, Nuggets, myself, uh, Matt Smith as well. Now working the Nugget Speed. Check out him and Sean Drotar's Nuggets podcast. Uh, I forgot what they're calling the Gold Pan Podcast. That's right. Yes, uh, check that out. Um, would love to guest on it at some point considering I've done a lot of work on the Nuggets this year but uh, we'll see what happens on that front mm-hmm. uh, for everybody 5280SN he's Ryan Green he's Jake Marsing this is 5280 Sports Network